0: Tattoo Traditions is a podcast dedicated to the history of tattooing and those that have made significant contributions towards it. Today, I met up with tattooist and general tattoo encyclopedia Paul Sace in South London. Paul stopped tattooing in the mid-90s. But has since produced an excellent series of DVDs, the Paul Sace interviews. These are a must-see for anyone interested in tattoo history. Paul is an amazing ambassador for tattooing, and it was great to sit down with him and pick his brain. Thank you, mate, for doing this. I no, really no. appreciate it. Oh, I, no, I, I really admire I, you for what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful, you know. Yeah, because I, 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 I like when I saw those DVDs. Obviously, I knew who you were before them. But um, when I saw those DVDs, it was, like, a really important, like, quite groundbreaking, I think, to get all those interviews on on tape because, you know, once they're gone, they're gone, aren't they? And, and that's yeah. it.
1: Well, we've done four in about two and a half years, really, and some people are still doing, uh, putting together DVDs they started years ago. Yeah. And they said I was going to bring them out. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it's just that I've always loved tattoos. Like yourself, you was on the DVD. I spoke to you, didn't I, yeah. Bristol? I've always loved tattooing history. Mm. And... Uh, I mean, I love it today, but I don't love it as much today as I did back then. Okay. But you can say that about everything. Yeah. If you're a football supporter, if you're a 50-year-old, you like the teams from the 70s, don't you? You know, it's... But uh, I believe the art is the best it's ever been. Yeah. Because when I grew up in tattooing, to be fair with you, the tattoos were terrible. Right. You know, they couldn't even draw. If they didn't have tracing paper, they wouldn't have been able to put it on the skin. But in them days, it was the magic of it all. Okay. and a yeah. tattooist never a money tattooing. Mm. It was a sideline. There was all car showroom, uh, car sellers, or builders and things like that. You yeah. know, you know. It won't like today. It's more professional today. Definitely. You know, and the art you've got to be a good artist now to keep going. Mm. When I first got into tattooing, there was only six tattooists in the whole of London. So you never had. You only had six choices to go to. Yeah. Now you've got six tattoos in every street. You can yeah. go to who you want to. You know. That's I true. mean, just round the corner from here, there's two tattoo shops within what five hundred, six hundred yards of yeah, each a other. Yeah, big chuff on the same road. Right. And big
0: shops. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know? Yeah. What was your first like? Can you remember your earliest memory of seeing a tattoo? Then. Yeah, my father. When I was a kid, we used to go out on a Sunday
1: in his car, and he used to always drive Jaguar cars. Okay. And he's got two swallows on the tops of his hands. Oh yeah. And when he was driving, he always... My dad, even now, drives at the 10-2 to 2 position <laughs> on the steering wheel. <laughs> and when I was a kid sitting in the back, I used to be mesmerised by the way his swallows used to go round Oh, the yeah, steering. on the steering wheel. And that really got me. And I always thought, yeah, one day I want to be involved in this game. I didn't think about anything about doing tattoos, but I always loved the swallows. And I thought... That's magic. How do they stay yeah. on the end? How yeah. do they stay on the skin? Oh, yeah, and I remember, and that's understand. from about
0: 1966. 66, s- About right. 66. I was six years old. And who done them then?
1: My, uh, my father, uh, Leslie Burchett. Oh, right, okay. And he used to go to a bloke called Quinton who was in Harefield Street in Tooting. Quinton, okay. Quinton. Harefield Street's up at Tooting up near uh, the Castle Pub, just along from there. Okay. And he used to tattoo in his scullery in his kitchen, the old boy. <laughs> Frank Quinton, his name was 20... 20- Frank- 27 Harefield Street, because I've got one of his business cards. Okay. Oh, cool. But he was uh, used to tattoo with a car battery. You know, his machines for the car battery, and his wife he was always like putting the colour in the trays for him. My dad oh, said. Oh, wow. But when my dad got tattooed, him he was about 80 then. Was he? You know. But again, it was another time. Every street, every, every town had a tattooist who worked in a side street mm. in their house. Yeah. But they would never, but you'd never hear of him unless you was into the history, you know. Okay. I mean, I only know about Quinton because of me dad. And subsequently, because I'm into the history, you want yeah. to hear about these people, you
0: know. Who else did he get tattooed by then, Paul? Was Les- it just them two? Leslie
1: Burchett. Yeah. He never got tattooed by... Les- uh, by George. By George Burchett. George Burchett died in 1953. Good right. Friday, 1953. But my dad got his first tattoo off Leslie in
0: 1954. Oh, wow. So at, Waterloo, at
1: the Waterloo shop. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't know about Liz, the, he didn't really want to do tattooing. He only done it to please his dad because he was in the cameras. And if you went to his shop, there was always cameras in the in the front window. I was there. And when after Le, after so I keep saying Liz, after George died, yeah, he it uh, became a camera shop for a while.
0: Oh, did it? Yeah. Did I, he did he tattoo for that long then, Leslie Burchett? He
1: tattooed for a while. Yeah. And I talked to Leslie uh, George Burchett's daughter. She lives in Seaford. Oh, well, I, the last time I spoke to her was about six years ago because yeah. she used to send me information. Oh nice. Because to be honest with you, the book meanwhile, of a Tattooist is uh, all a load of rubbish really. It was it? the guy who wrote it done it off of letters. He never ever met
0: Oh he didn't go no, there. Never
1: ever met George or Leslie. He done it all off correspondence. Oh blind. That's why a lot of the Omi stuff in it's wrong.
0: Okay. But because uh, he tattooed all the Omi stuff, did he? All of the all of Omi's tattoos. Well Omi was George tattooed did? before. Right. And uh, when he went to go into the showman, he uh,
1: went to George and George covered it. But he went to a few other people first and they refused to tattoo his head and face. Right. Oh, so he did have some of the other work done by Yeah, he had Yeah, he had like, tattoos we had had done, you know. Like, okay, all yeah, yeah. And that's why if you look at some of the tattoos on his arm, the yeah. black is very wide. Oh, because it's, cover, it it's covering up. it up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, uh, he started getting tattooed in 1934. Because I've got the letters. Have you? Yeah. What, What, with the correspondence between Yeah, to ask him to do it. And it was like the book, Memoirs of Tattoo said it cost £3,000. He never, it cost £100. I mean, in in 1934, £3,000 was a lot of money. Yeah, big time. But I've got the letter. It was £100 and he paid it off in instalments. Wow. But if you read the book, it was £3,000. It makes it sound more glamorous. Yeah, of course it does. But I mean... You could probably buy an house for two hundred pound in nineteen thirty four. Yeah. So hundred pound was a lot of money. A lot of money. Know?
0: Yeah, a lot of money. That was quite groundbreaking, weren't it? Really, Paul, for that time. Yeah. To be covered like that and have your face tattooed like that.
1: Well, it was socially unacceptable. Yeah. It? it was. I mean, he went on. He went on out to France. Then he went to America. It was in, in nineteen thirty four. He was supposed to be the highest paid showman in the world. Was he? That's that's what they say. Right. But
0: again, that's from like memoirs. So. Okay. Who knows yeah he must have done alright but... yeah because it, other than him who to mind was around that time that had their face tattooed like yeah, that yeah and, and
1: yeah and who was doing the show show business this circuit, is it yeah you know
0: I mean there weren't that many yeah not so much in this country more in America was it that yeah was, it wasn't really a thing here was it the side show no it was like well in America it was like TV weren't it yeah you know, it was like
1: we had sideshows here, but they probably never had a tattoo man much. Nah, you know? No, no, no. It was more like. A but comic. in America, every town sort of had a sideshow. They like had Barnum and Bailey and okay. all the others. They, there was
0: lots of f- famous show people. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the famous tattooed whoever, isn't it? Yeah. That was quite common. Yeah. So, so when did you get your first tattoo, then, Paul? Nineteen seventy-three, September seventy-three. Did you? Yeah. And yeah. who did that? Rob Robinson. No, okay.
1: Malton. I was thirteen at the time because you had to be eighteen. Yeah. So I had it in my head, I was born in 1955, 22nd of <laughs> April 1955, because when he said, Who's, I, t- I waited there for about four hours, Yeah. and it was packed, if you didn't get to Rob Robinson's by nine o'clock in the morning, he yeah. opened at 11, you wouldn't get in all day Wow, because they were already waiting Because it there. was already waiting, and I waited there about four hours, and, a, and he went next, and this bloke got up next to me, and he said, I'm not shouting you, you're too young. Oh, and I thought oh my god just by looking at him. Yeah. yeah and then the bloke went and all his mates went with him and oh, he said who's next and I stood up he said how old are you yeah. I said I'm 18 he said when was you born I said 22nd of April 1955 uh. he went sit down oh nice and he said what do you want I said I want a swallow with mum and dad in it and oh nice six pound it was oh wow and, uh, what, and you got it on the top of your forearm I got it on my forearm yeah all mum and dad yeah, you see it here yeah and uh, he's halfway through he said how old were you really I said I'm 13 he went what Oh, halfway through? Yeah, and he said, what? He, I said, I'm 13. He said, "Will you tell them you got it done. If anyone asks, you got it done by the showman at Wimbledon Fair. Because every year, a fair come to town. They had a tattooist. Oh, did they? So I said, yeah, all right. But then I got, by the time I was 14, I had 10 on my arms and two on my back. You know? Fucking hell, really? But I loved it, you know. It was just, he had, he had guys behind him, Rob did. And they just looked like movie gangsters. And it was just glamorous, you know. And it was like a i was like a boy in a man's world he yeah smoking and having a lot oh, it's all bullshit because in them days you had to be a good bullshitter yeah because tattoos were like a uh, psychiatrist. you know you yeah listening to stories and telling your stories i mean i've heard some real whoppers you know what i mean <laughs> but it, that's what i'm saying it was more magic then
0: yeah you where know? was he paul sorry where did you well, say it was in new Malden. okay it's
1: about i used to get the one free bus from Ely's outside Ely's department store on a Saturday morning and that took us to New Morden.
0: Yeah. And then
1: he did a lot of your first ones, did he? he done all my first ones. Did he? Because Rob was my king and I only got tattooed by by him because yeah. it was like an affiliation thing then. Hmm. When I first started getting tattooed, and if you was a young boy, you tended to stick with your tattooist. All oh, right. Now, later on, everyone is like it's getting different stamps from Yeah, people. collecting and stuff. But when I got into it, he was like the king. Oh, you wouldn't go around anyone else. Yeah. You know. When Barry Devane opened, uh, Rob's... T- Rob used to say, if you ever go in there and get a tattoo of Barry Devane, you're not getting tattooed by me again. Did he? And it turned out Barry Devane was taught by Rob. Oh. They were good friends, but they used to sort of like, not slag each other off, but made you keep away from each other, you know. Right, okay. Barry had a big P, a big letter P behind him, when we first, our first went in there, and I said, what's that P stand for? And he went, it means professional. <laughs> he, he was very much a showman, Barry. <laughs> Big P it was on a bit of paper. <laughs> professional. <Yeah. laughs> you had to go and get him from the pub. Oh, mate. Well, Barry? The, the Fog, There, the country house around the corner. It's called the Fog. Yeah. We've just walked past it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called the country house, but we call it the Fog, because in the 50s and 60s, all the steam trains, you couldn't see the pub. Oh, all wow. the st- and he looked like he was walking through fog at that part of Garret oh. <laughs> And uh, Barry was always in there. If you went to his shop and he weren't there, you go to the fog and get him out. Yeah, oh, and he'd
0: come and tattoo you, then go straight back to the fog. That's a common story in that tattooing at that time, wasn't it? Yeah. But but Barry
1: was like that. But he'd leave the shop open, or you could sit in the shop all day and wait for him, and then he'd come staggering in, you know. Bloody hell! Yeah. Did you ever get one off him later Never on? Never did. That, no. And it's a
0: big regret now. Yeah. And the
1: big regret was because I used to tattoo in my flat just up the road in Wimbledon, mm. well Southfields. I never went to Barry's because I thought, oh, you'd get the ump. Right. No, and I was him. And uh, when I went, up, he phoned me up, he phoned my mother up one day and he said, can you tell Paul to come down the shop? And I thought, ooh, when she told me. Yeah. And I went down there and he said, uh, I've got to tell you, I've only got three months to live.
0: Oh, because he I went, was to cancer, innit? Yeah, because he did yeah.
1: say he'd like, at one time, he'd like me to take over the shop oh, to keep it running. Wow. But I wasn't, I wasn't affluent enough or nah. I didn't really want to take over his shop, you know? Because no. Sarah, she took it over, Sarah. Mm. And Sarah Moore, I think her name is Sarah. But whatever, his girlfriend at the time, or yeah. the person who was always in there. And then Ely's got it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and. Uh, but that's what I'm saying, that was a big regret. Because once he told me his, done. I was going down there a lot more then, because he lasted for 13 months. Oh, so a lot him. longer than, he yeah. had, than they
0: thought he was going to And we
1: become real good friends. And he always says to me, I don't know why you never come in to see me before. And I said, because I was tattering in my house, I thought you'd have the amp." He said, no, <laughs> he, said, he said it
0: was all right, you know. Yeah. Was Rob Robinson still alive, alive and around then? then yeah, Robins, Rob
1: Robinson was in his shop... Oh, till the eighties. Then he moved down to uh, Little Hampton. Got shopping Little Hampton. Oh, did he? Okay. Then he went to Port- uh, Portugal to live. Yeah. But I've heard he's back in England now, but no one can get in touch with him. And uh, oh, he's still alive. Yeah, Rob Robinson is. Oh wow. Rob Robinson's probably about, probably about seventy-one, seventy-two. Oh, okay. He's you know, not he's, that old. Yeah. He's getting on, but he's not old. old oh you wow. Know? Yeah, oh, but He's back now. in England. Yeah, but no, everyone I've asked, they can't seem to get in touch with him. But his son works in Little Hampton. And even his son says, "Oh, I don't know." And his and his granddaughter. Writes to me on Facebook, because she's trying to find him, but it's oh, just mate. one of them things, you know. Oh, it's... that'd be
0: great if you could get re- reconnected with him, wouldn't it? Yeah, i got a bit of filming of Rob doing a rose on a bloke's leg. Have you? On a guy's leg, yeah. What were you filming that
1: on then? That no, time? I never filmed
0: it. It was uh, for uh, one of these
1: documentaries about Oh, London. cool. It was about fashion, and uh, a bit about tattooing, a jock on it, and oh, Rob cool. on it. Yeah, fashion, and... Uh, uh, another segment it was uh, you know train collectors who'd collect the numbers yeah, train yeah. spotters yeah, it was yeah. about train spotters oh, it was a well. DVD about what weird that things people do yeah yeah. yeah
0: yeah cool I'll get you a copy or, yeah I like yeah. that man. love yeah. to see that who else then were you getting tattooed by then what about Ben Gunn would you, would no you I see? never
1: got tattooed by Ben but I know all about him obviously and yeah. I went to America once and he'd come with us we oh, went cool. to a convention Ben was a nice guy yeah tattooed in Chingford yeah you used to have to wait at a bus stop across the road, <laughs> and he used to call you over, and you run across from the bus stop. But what happened, uh, what, a young boy ran across the road and got hit and killed by a car, and oh it really upset God. Ben, you know. Wow. And I don't know if you know, all, a lot of his money used to buy guide dogs for the blind.
0: Oh, I didn't know he that. He used to
1: use his tattoo money for the guide dogs for the blind. Did he? Yeah, he was
0: quite nice, Ben. Oh, that's nice.
1: And the shame when he died, his wife his wife had all his tattoo stuff put in a skip and thinking just lost. You know that's another thing that's it.
0: always rife. With Terry him. Oldham
1: got a bit of it. Terry Oldham because he that. went and he give the skip driver twenty quid and the bloke said you've got twenty minutes to clear it out to take what you want and Terry could only get so much out. But one skip had already gone with all his stuff. Oh you know? mate, that's well, that happens a lot,
0: isn't it? Yeah, that's that, that. I've heard that
1: a lot. I mean, when, when Barry died, he had a load of Ed hardy designs and. Uh, Bob Roberts and all you Now everyone's designs and yeah. I said to Sarah what are you doing with that she said Ely wants it all and I said oh fair enough and mm. I was walking past the shop one day and there was a skip and there was uh, some builders were coming out throwing rubbish in from Barry's and I'll, I thought I'll look in this skip and I'll see a carry bag there was a uh, I've got an album of photos but yeah. new photos Yeah, some of Barry's old uh not design sheets, but like designs that he'd collected when he's put Barry Devane on them. Okay. And a couple of cards and that. And the bloke come out and he said, I said, oh, sorry, mate. I've, he said, take what you want, mate. Oh. And he said, there's a load of designs down there. Oh. There's a load of drawings at the bottom there. And I looked, I said, I said, oh, can I get them out? He said, if you can get them out, yeah. you can get them out. But there was like two ton of stuff on them. Oh, I said, he said, but the lorry's coming. And I'll never forget the bloke's words were. He said, "You wouldn't even want to make their really shit drawings." Uh, did he? I'll never forget that. And I <laughs> thought, if only you knew, mate. You know, he could have found up any tattooist, and they would have come down and. Oh them. God, Jed! But I'm not saying they were all a good design. They might have been designs that he had on the wall that were just chucked out. Yeah, you're not. But sure he, what he they was were. having the shop redone up. Oh, okay. so it might have been. It might have been rubbish designs. But I'll never forget laughing because the bloke. Uh. They could have been wonderful designs, you know, but, well, wonderful name designs. Yeah, didn't you know. know what he was looking at, did he? Like but the he, they subscribe. didn't care, the builders, and nah. he said, take what you want. But I couldn't physically, and especially the size of me and that, I couldn't get in the skip. To get it you out. know, But you got a few
0: bits. Yeah,
1: I got yeah. a couple of bits, and a couple of his signs, in, you know, like being hygienic and how to look after a tattoo. Cool. Because they was in a bag and that, you know, and uh, some gift certificates and things like that. Yeah. Which i collect all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. But uh, that was a pity because uh, a hell of a lot of stuff goes like that in the tattoo world.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. Who else was around at that time then, Paul, that you would, would vis- visit Jock, wouldn't well, you? Jock, so, yeah. Was
1: Dennis Cockle in Finchley. Yeah. Alan Newbond in Roehampton. Alan Newbond tattooed over a shop in Roehampton. Okay. And, he went and in the end, he went and got a shop in New Cross. Then he sort of disappeared. I don't know what ever happened to Alan because mm. he was a good tattooist. Yeah. You had Malcolm Kent, who used to work with Rob Robinson. Okay. Uh, Andy Barber. Mick Nulbra, mm. uh Leaf Ian Frost. They called themselves the Croydon Connection. Okay, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, there, there was a few about, but yeah. like I say, when I first started, only about six. But by the eighties, there was them I've just
0: mentioned. Yeah, uh, but Jock was like one oh, of Jock the main was, guys, wasn't he? Cool, he was a true character, Jock.
1: Yeah, and Georgia Williams. Sorry, I worked at Georgia Williams' shop for you for for a while. Well, he, he was in Battersea. Oh, in Battersea, Web, fifteen webs were in Battersea. Yeah. So I never get it we have to go in his shop but to get to the flat upstairs people had to walk through the shop
0: oh, so you'd be in no. there tattooing
1: and there'd be about 10 people walk through they're going to the shop they're going to the flat they're not going to the shop because the bloke who owned his shop yeah. was, was married to uh, which one was it one of them out of Pan's people there was dancers on top of the pops oh, right. like Dee Dee or one of them because I remember she used to come in and all uh, but you had to go through the shop to get to the flat, and yeah. it was a nightmare, you know, because you felt oh, customers, customers. And it weren't customers, and it, it was, you know, people visiting the flat, you know.
0: What was his name, Paul? Georgie Williams. Oh, right, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, he
1: used to tattoo in his flat in Battersea, and he used to tatter on the toilet, oh, and he used to put the tissues between his legs and that. And he used to sit down and the he used, toilet? Yeah, and he used to flash with his arm. He'd be tattling you in the toilet. You'd sit in <laughs> just you two in the toilet. People used to wait in his corridor. His nickname was Bog Old George. <laughs> But uh, he was another character. Yeah. Uh, you had Ron Ackers. You had Mickey Blore. Yeah. They was in Battersea before Ron. A- in '66, Ron Ackers went to uh, Portsmouth to work with Joe Cleverly.
0: Oh, so Ron, Ron was from London.
1: No, he was from. He was born in Chester. Right. Up near well, just yeah, on yeah. The borders. And then he, but he worked in. He works everywhere, Ron, because Ron never ever paid his taxes and things like that. Right. And he was always on the go. Can never catch him. Yeah. Yeah. And he told me, I've got him on tape saying that. When he, when he died, he was paying £3 a week back to the tax man. <laughs> you know, that's all he got done for, but... <laughs> but Ron works worked all over, really. But he was in Battersea for oh, a I while. Oh, I didn't
0: know he was in Battersea. Yeah, Mickey
1: Blore. Uh, who else? That was Battersea. That was uh, Greyshot Road they was in. Then they went down to Prince of Wales Drive and got a shot. No, it was Prince of Wales first and then there. Uh, what about Cash Cooper? Yeah, he... Cash Cooper, he was... He died in about 73, so i never actually met him. No. But uh,
0: he was in Soho, Cash Cooper. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he was in Man- he was in so- in London, then he went to Manchester, then he came back and died in his studio in Soho. Oh, I
0: didn't know he died in London. Okay. Yeah,
1: he died in London. Oh. But he was in Manchester before he died. He was in London, then yeah. Manchester, and then, and then came back. back. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. He died in his studio, actually. Yeah. Smallest tattoo studio in the world, I reckon. It was underneath the stairs in a handbag shop at Waldorf Street. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I go to Wardle Street, if I, I am on mean, Saturday, I always look at the shop and think, Cash Cooper tattooed under the stairs. That's funny,
0: isn't it? Like Harry, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Harry Potter. Yeah. I think Harry Potter started tattooing in about 62. So he was around. Yeah. But Harry Potter, because it was like uh, Gravesend, it was just that little bit out of London, yeah. so he never went Essex there. Essex was know? a different yeah.
0: thing, weren't it? Essex was its own entity, weren't it? Yeah. With like, was it Sailor Bill Petry and people like that? Yeah. That was and like you had, a different thing. You had Dave Cash over at Tottenham. Bobby Sutherland
1: he's over at Tottenham Steel obviously Lau Lau Hardy and Muswell Hill George Bone I mean George Bone I think he's been working at that shop since 67 so he's probably he must be the longest serving to in London now he's got to to be
0: He's it, got it, to be, yeah. He's got to be one of in the in the UK in England yeah. in general. Because I can only,
1: I don't know if Harry Potter's still working, so I haven't heard nothing. I've heard Harry that he retired. Yeah. I've heard
0: he's officially
1: retired now. Yeah, because I think I think George is probably the longest running one now. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. What about Doc Price? Well, Doc Price, obviously, but like he's from Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Doc in, in London. London yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. In London, that. it's got to be George, really. Yeah. He used to be in the behind the raincoat rainbow calf. But I think that was his brother-in-law's calf or something like that, you know. Yeah. He used to be round about because in the old days you 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 was in other people's shops and all that. It's not yeah. like the day you can earn a fortune and yeah, or you can earn enough to pay your business rates
0: and that. Well, in everyone tattooed in their house, didn't they? Yeah.
1: Or that's why tattoo shops were called tattoo parlors because yeah. everyone tattooed in the front room. Yeah, that's it. In the parlor, tattoo parlor. Like
0: everyone that I talked to of tattooing of that era, that's where they started. Yeah.
1: Because like I say there was no money. You had to be a used car
0: show salesman or yeah. Do something else. Yeah, what about was... what about Len Wolf? Did you ever get to Luton? No, I never met Lenny Wolf, but obviously I know of him
1: because yeah. he used to have a beautiful Japanese designs books. Ron Ron was always after him. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Lenny Horsler, his name
0: was Yeah, he collected a lot of stuff, didn't he? Yeah. He
1: worked on the railways because when you go into his shop, apparently you have to wait for him to come along on his bicycle. <laughs> and he used to he used to have his uniform on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because he, what, worked, he like, worked on the railways. Yeah, so I
1: think he worked on the nights, like nights doing the railway tracks. And yeah,
0: you no know? no he was a smart geezer. Well, that's what
1: Ron told me. It could have been that. Could have just been one of the stories. But that's what I was told. You know? Yeah,
0: by Ron. Yeah. Yeah, he was super cool-looking guy, wasn't he, Len? Yeah. The little moustache and stuff, and yeah, it was slick. And then you
1: had other people around that time, like Terry Wrigley and oh yeah, Roy Proudlove. He got a real big name he was in crew proud love he used to do a lot of designs I don't know if you were around, yeah I know yeah yeah Not Saz seen. Saunders who's one of the greats in Manchester wasn't yeah it? yeah Saz Saunders I always, I've always admired him I mean yeah. oh his Japanese work you know because there used to be an old boy called Albert Beck who used oh, okay. to go around video at them all oh and he, wow and he had a serious artist of Great Britain
0: no way yeah
1: what era was that then Paul that he was the doing seven years out he died he died about four or five years ago but his daughter phoned up Lionel, and asked if she if he wanted all the old tapes and that. And Lionel like, said no, he didn't. You know. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, oh, but I think they probably asking telephone numbers. See a lot of people nowadays think tattooing so so uh, expensive to collect stuff. You know, when you hear about machines going up for four or five thousand in America and that. Yeah. But I could say to you this T-shirt. I've gone so it worth a thousand. But if you don't want to give me a thousand for it, it's not worth anything. Is no, it? that's you know? it. But uh, tattooing over the last few years has really boomed and people collecting everything you know yeah that's it there but my collect, the period i love collecting is the 70s and 80s because i'm very much into ed hardy lyle tuttle uh you know the west coast of america i've always been into the american scene you know okay even the music and when i was a kid watching the cowboy films oh i've got to go to america one day you know and but subsequently when ed hardy come along oh god it just yeah. blew my mind you know and i thought i've got to meet this man you know and And like Tattle. I mean what I don't know if you ever met Tattle. No, I never met him. What a great character he is. Well he was, you know, he's died now. But he was a wonderful human being, Tattle,
0: you know. Yeah. He met so many great
1: ones, Colonel Todd, Bob Shaw, Mm -hmm. Bobby Shaw, and you know, there's there's loads in America. Yeah,
0: America's its own thing, and it totally it's got its own history, its own look. Well it's like the music and the car industry. It's always been America really, you know. Yeah.
1: Don't get me wrong, I loved the guys in England at the time. Like I loved Jock and even Lau. I used to go to the Laos, but it was a little bit later. But I loved all them guys, but there was just something about America. Oh,
0: was like it? Like Ed Hardy, you know. A an bit
1: just... to it. And when I found out Ed Hardy's dad was English, I was well chuffed. Oh, I didn't
0: you know, know his dad was English. Yeah, born in Luton. No way, you know, was he? Born in Luton, yeah. Maybe Luton. that's why, actually, I think someone told me it might have been Brent. That um, Ed Hardy came over and went to visit Len Wolf, and that might yeah. be why. Then, because if but he Hardy was in shooting
1: Luton... a couple of years ago, but he don't come over. Sometimes he comes over. He comes over for family business, not tattooing business. Oh, so no much one. Knows. But I just heard that Hardy's in shooting, visiting someone. You know, mad, or passing through. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But yeah, his dad was his dad was called
0: Sam. Okay, and he was from Luton Oh wow, well, that's mad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but for me, he's the greatest title artist that ever lived. Yeah, he blew it wide open, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be us, definitely. Yeah. But I was so into it, knowing his dad was English, it made me think, oh, there's a connection, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I mean... Some of the stuff he done was absolutely amazing. You Even know? now, Paul, you know, like I'll see a tattoo, I'll do something now, and I'll be like, "Oh, fucking, hell, that's interesting." And then yeah, I yeah. look, Ed Hardy already done it. Yeah, Ed yeah. Hardy done it forty years ago. Ian a. reading said to me once. I know
1: it's name dropping. All this interviews name dropping, but Ian Redding said to me once, "Paul, you're only as good as you can copy." Yeah, I've, I've never <laughs> forgot that. That's the one of the best of pieces of
0: advice I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> you're only as good as you can copy because Ian was something else as well. He was like, cool. yeah. He was the man of the hour, wasn't he? at Oh, that time? yeah. The big back pieces and yeah. the
1: Gorillas in the Mist and all that. Yeah,
0: it was all that sort of all about work, weren't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Jack the Ripper thing. and
0: Yeah, I've, I've got like some old magazines from the 80s and stuff yeah. with him
1: in. And then you had Dave Fleet. Uh, what a wonderful tattooist he was in Wales. He'd done the Crimean War battle scene and things like that. Ian did it and all, but Dave Fleet done one, you know. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that. The Zulu War, sorry. And all wow. that, yeah. But Dave Fleet was a, a real top tattooist. Yeah. Doc Graham from Wales, you know. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many you don't hear about unless you're into the history.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you've got to but scratch like, that surface pretty deep, though, haven't you,
1: to start finding yeah. out about it. But it's it. like I was saying before, if you're a football fanatic, you might know about the teams from the 50s and 60s. Yeah. If you're just a fair weather fan, you just want to watch the team of today. You yeah, know? you're right.
0: Mate, I mean... You're definitely right. You
1: don't have to know the history of tattooing to be any good or be someone in the game, but it is nice to know this history. Yeah. Because some of these guys never earned a penny and, you know
0: they died in poverty and all that you know what I mean it's It's super interesting and we owe them yeah Yeah. oh mate definitely they built what what it's standing on now didn't they what about Doc Price you got tattooed by him didn't you yeah you
1: got tattooed by Doc in 83 yeah
0: because I knew all about him from Australia see because he
1: was out in Australia for years oh was he his name's Daryl Morris his real name okay but he's a Welshman yeah Wales has got a great history of tattooing if you want to look up the history of tattooing there's a lot of Welsh tattooists, they went out to America and that. Ah, oh, okay. You know? yeah. But if you there's some great ones like Mickey Sharps and people like that. Yeah. You know? But uh yeah, Doc was Doc, when I was a kid coming up, Doc must have been one of the best tattoo artists in the world. Wow. What I was told from people. Yeah. And, and I can believe when I first see him working and he done my a he tattooed my hand, he'd just done a skull with a tattoo machine, and I'll never forget it because he said to me, What do you want? I said, I skull please with a tattoo machine and he just put a cross on my on my hand i thought what's that oh wow just done a cross and he's done it all three and i thought i hope
0: you're really as good Bloody as people say straight onto the hand as yeah. well yeah
1: what, yeah straight on the hand yeah. what was
0: his shop like paul can you remember going down there and stuff yeah i was
1: down there the other week and always like a museum
0: it's still the same then where yeah, you lovely. where you got tattooed on your hand is the same shop i got tattooed on my hand at a convention in, oh, like, in waybridge see. okay <clears throat> the Tattoo club of great britain 1983
1: convention the first time I met Lyle Tuttle at that convention. Oh right. And uh Doc was doing the uh, charity booth. I oh. got tattooed by him and Mickey Sharps.
0: Oh did you? Because Would- Mickey
1: Sharps got very ill at one point and when he when he got better, he done his first
0: tattoo on me after he got better from his illness. Oh wow. But uh What did you get off Mickey Sharps? Oh it's a dragon somewhere. Oh, cool. Dragon's head. Amazing.
1: You know, I can't remember where they are. Yeah, that's it. Around here somewhere, the dragon's head, you know. Yeah. And he was doing it in a charity booth and all. Okay. But Doc, yeah, and his son Bill, his son Bill's a very good tattooist. Mm. But Doc was, uh, how can I say it, he sort of... You get people who tattoo, who just, they're not running the mill, but you see him and you think, oh, he's a good tattooist, but then you get someone like Doc and like Ed o, they really stand out in regards to the panache. you yeah, know, a like, bit of style, a bit of something, yeah. yeah. I know I keep laughing back to the football, but it's like a football team of today. You'll get the standout ones like the Roonies and all that, but a lot of the team you don't know. Yeah. You know, it was it's like that, that. happening at all. Okay. But you Bit see the finesse. world and you think, oh, look, the world's fantastic.
0: I think that about Dave Heap. Oh, but Dave Heap, like, very good. his flash, like I've never seen anything like it. I yeah. know there was like, was it Mickey Finn and people like that were tattooing around that? Yeah, you had sort of Mick, Fizz. Mick Fizz. Mick Fizz, that's it. Yeah, Mick and Fizz. And you had Long John Silver.
1: Yeah. He was a supplier. He actually, want, him and Dave went in together and he, he wanted to buy a shop in Vietnam, but Dave wouldn't do oh, it. Oh,
0: blimey, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, Dave yeah, like, When you look at that flash, it's mind-blowing. Even now, mate, when I see yeah. it, it's like nothing else that's going on Very now. Very good. And Ron Acker's always
1: used to say to me, go and meet Dave Eap. Yeah. Go and see his stuff. If you love tattooing, you've got to meet Dave Eap. And he's one of the, he's a sweetheart. He's one of the nicest the men best. you could ever wish to meet. He's the best. Dave. And I'm not just saying it, because he might hear that, but yeah. I've always believed no, that.
0: No, I agree with you. Yeah. And I've always
1: believed his style is very much like Jimmy Gould. Jimmy Gould was in Blackpool. That's right, They yeah. very similar tattooists. Yeah. And you had Prince Eugene Lawrence in Blackpool. Okay. He was a West Indian. Yeah. He'd only do a tattoo in three colours. If you wanted more colours, he charged charge you more. If you wanted less colours, he'd charge you more. Yeah. But he was really... Yeah, I've seen a picture of him. Yeah, Eugene, Eugene Lawrence. But a lot of them tattooed in Blackpool at one point or another. Okay. Because Blackpool liked holiday seasons.
0: Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, seasonal tattooing. Yeah, them, so like, and when you know, in tattooed summer. in
1: Blackpool, loads of them tattooed in Blackpool. Yeah. You know. But then I've known an awful lot of tattooists like I say who can't try to save their life, but they still survived mm. because they got that character. Yeah. They've got that pulling power. It's like when I first used to go to Rob Robinson's, you more or less seen the same people every week. Yeah. In there waiting to get tattooed or right. every time because they were like friends then. Yeah. You well know.
0: people build collections then in a different way. When you see those old pictures, and you see like I found some old pictures of Len Wolf. Mm. And I know I go on about him a lot, but that's because like he's the closest yeah, cool, thing sure, for me yeah. locally, you know what I mean, being yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah. from. But um when you see up like, pictures of that, he did all the tattoos on that on that person. They were yeah. like, they were covered, mate, weren't you they? You had another
1: great guy up your way who not many people know about, Alan Dean. There's oh. two Alan Dean's now, but there's a there's an older Alan Dean. He used to work out in Australia, he was in the Navy in Australia. Oh yeah. But Alan Dean up in Luton, he's fantastic tattooist. Oh, I, I do not know. He if he still going. Time,
0: was he, then, Paul? There's or a he... young
1: Alan Dean now who goes to the old-timers. But Alan Dean's probably 65, 66. Right. Fantastic tattooist up your way. OK. You had to look him up Oh, Luton. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan, Dean, Alan Dean. OK. Very nice man. Yeah. I mean, if you met him, you, you wouldn't think he was a tattooist. I know that's wrong to say that. Yeah. But you would think he was like an accountant or something. OK. Or, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's one to, to look up. And okay. And do. yeah, fantastic tattoo, Japanese stuff. And oh, wow, yeah. <clears throat> like I was saying, Dave Fleet, you want to have a look at some good tattooing, look at them. Sass Saunders, you can't, you couldn't beat Sass Saunders for his Japanese stuff. Wow. Even his sons now are doing wonderful stuff. Says yeah. he's still
0: tattooing. He's oh, he's still tattooing. Wonderful tattoos. I've yeah. seen his shop. It's right by Rambo's, ain't it? <laughs> Not far. Yeah, Yeah, it's just up the road. I've seen. I've seen it. So you've
1: got Lou Malloy. He come a little bit later. Yeah. But Lou Malloy's more. I always believed... He said Manchester. I always believed he was more Oldham than Manchester. But okay. You know, but it is Manchester. But yeah. just you
0: know. Yeah, he did Rambo's back.
1: I think didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I've got pictures of where I first met Rambo up in Newcastle, and he's showing his back off.
0: Yeah. I think mean, it's a funny one with him, isn't it? Because you know he done that TV show, and that's how a lot of people know him—that London Ink yeah, thing, like, my long, era. Did it? Now, of my era though, like, that's how people know him. And I think there's a lot that came before that, isn't there? Yeah. That like needs to be sort of spoken well, about. The, and... He done the Beckham tattoo. Yeah. But in tattoo
1: circles, he was much more. He was more famous than when he came out for the David Beckham. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Everyone wanted to get tattooed by a lot like, even now, his, his stuff's. Fantastic, what he's doing. Yeah, but a lot of people, youngsters, were thinking, "Oh, he only got famous because of Beckham." Exactly. But he was—he was already a name. Me, he, was a lot name. Fa- he was famous long before David Beckham. Yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and don't get me wrong. I like David Beckham. Yeah. I mean, when I say I like him, I don't know him, but yeah. I mean. But yeah, exactly. He seems all right. He seems a nice guy. I'd rather know him than Salma bin Laden. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> But a lot of people, it's funny, it's like the other day the BBC phoned me up and said, oh, you're the guru of tattooing, yeah. how much do you earn? Did they? Yeah, and I said, why do you want to know that? Because yeah. they wanted to have me on a show now. And I said, no, I'm not the guru of tattooing either, you know. <laughs> but that was the main sort of gist of the show, you know. That's funny, isn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I think they was looking at an angle. Yeah. That tattooing's t- still low life. Yeah. How can they earn any money? Right. But, of course, if anything's underground and out of sight, not many people are looking at it. No. Nah. So, you know. Have you done a few TV things then, Paul? I've done about 30. But, four. but I don't know if you know, I'll do a bit of acting. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm Jim maybe. Royal. I play, I'm Jim Royal's double, you know, from the Royal Family. Yeah, yeah, I remember you
0: telling me but that. But I've before. done
1: Coronation Street advert, Hollyoaks and things like that. You know. Yeah. But you blink, you'll miss me if you blink, you know yeah. what I mean? It's only, like, in the background stuff. But I've done quite a
0: bit of TV in that. You did an but, advert, didn't you? Did you
1: do it with an Yeah, lab? that was uh, that, and was with, uh, no, that was with, no, they done the they done the advert for. Uh, Is it tenants or tenants beer? Yeah, oh, I done the advert for Coronation Street. Oh, will you. Yeah, with uh, the bloke Fred out of it, the one who used to uh, repeat everything. Okay. Fred and the bloke who played little <laughs> bloke with glasses. Oh, what was his name? He had the pub in oh. Coronation, and he was the manager of the of the supermarket. Reg, Reg always. Oh, Reg. Okay. We done the adverts together. You oh, know? cool. But, and the Oaks, Stunny Holly Oaks. I was in an advert in America with uh, Sharapova, the tennis player. while well, oh, was singing to her, "I'm so pretty." Wow, and that was because. in New York. And it was in New York, and it was in the Washington Post. Did you see the the, the fat man with all the tattoos singing to Maria Sharapova? <laughs> and the, what the funny thing is, people say to me, "What was she, what's she like?" Because yeah. she's quite a pretty girl, and that. But yeah. I said, "I not I've never met." And they said, "What do you mean?" She filmed her bit in America. I filmed my bit in Isha.
0: Oh, did you? In a studio,
1: Anisha, with a blue screen, oh, and when they put wow. it together, it, it looked together. like I was standing in New York, and she's singing. walked past, and I'm singing to her. Oh, but mate. I've never ever met her. Oh, that's so funny, know. isn't it? Yeah, you just. Ashamed yeah, but people me. say because they see us in the advert, they think we met. But yeah. I, I, I done it in front of a blue screen, Anisha. Oh, wow. One afternoon. Yeah. I had to sing the song, and when they put it in, it looks like I'm standing with the skyscrapers behind me. You know.
0: Yeah. I know you mentioned to me earlier, Paul, but you did tattoo, didn't you, as yeah, well? Yeah, I've had yeah, I've tattooed for a long time. So man. when did you start tattooing, then? About 1982, i done my first did you? Yeah. yeah. I met a bloke called Dean in
1: Brentford. Okay. And... Uh... He, he sold me some tattooing equipment, mm. but he said if I give him six pounds, I could tattoo his knee, and oh. I've done a swallow on his knee. A terrible. That was and your I, first was one. I was physically sick when I got home. Was you? But he said to me, I had to give him the six pounds, and yeah. I tattooed his knee. <laughs> Dean in Brentford, yeah. he was a good friend of Derek Campbell. Dean's in Holland now somewhere. Okay. Well, that got me in, you know.
0: Yeah, so that was your first tattoo? Yeah. And then what, and then you tattooed just privately in I Wimbledon? I tattooed privately, and I had a couple of shops. Mm. I went out to New
1: Zealand, had a shop in New Zealand with Howard Pink. Yeah. called Howard Pink. <laughs> but I was never as good as I wanted to be. And my tattooing's really bad, shocking. I can draw, I can paint, yeah. but the tattooing's not so... I can't get the colouring. Mm. And I've always... I didn't want to put rubbish on people, but because I was into the history, done magazines and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, so I was always involved. Yeah. I'd like to have been in. I would like to have been another Ed Hardy or Philip Lou or Tintin or whatever, but I just didn't have it. But perhaps that's why it pushed me down the path of the tattoo tree.
0: Okay. You know. Yeah.
1: Because like I said some of my best experiences is the people like Jock and that, and mm-hmm. they couldn't they couldn't tattoo with a toffee really. Yeah. It was a tattoo because it was a mark on the skin, indelible mark. Yeah. But. I'd rather be tattooed by Jock than a lot of them today. You know? Yeah, big time. Not like I'm saying anything against them because their artwork is absolutely fantastic. But there's not the character like, you know. No, like those eagles he
0: used to do, they were mad, weren't they? Those like,
1: someone Barry of Black. You could, you could tell a Barry Levine swallow, mate. The, yeah. the beak was sticking up in the air. It was like the size of the, the swallow's head. You know? uh, Georgie Williams in Battersea used to do horses. He looked like the horses were whistling. He, he used to put lips on the horses. He, yeah, you know the rear, the horses rearing up. Yeah. And you fucking you look straight at the lips because you put big lips on them, you know. <laughs> but that's what I I mean. love that there was like those little quirks though in their flash. Every in the old days, I could tell who'd done a tattoo. Yeah. If you showed me a tattoo, like Rob Robinson done that, yeah. Or Joel Barry Lane done that because of the, the swallow's nose. Yeah. And there and was that. little now, things, now little you tricks. Can't. There's so many, you know. Yeah. Then you had Andy Dixon in and Ken Market. I used to go there a lot. the Market was wonderful. Oh yeah. I don't know if you never knew it. no. Nah. Uh, Roger, uh, Roger Taylor and uh, Freddie Mercury had a shop down there painting shirts. <laughs> and uh, Andy Dixon went down, they couldn't get a shot, you couldn't get a shot that and he had, the brum, he had the the cupboard where you put the bins. No. And he turned that into his tattoo studio, yeah.
0: Wow. A, what, when, when Freddie Mercury was still in no, there painting shirts? No, they, was, they ju- was gone. They, oh, they was gone. But
1: I'm saying that's it. he got famous then. Ken Market. Wow. Ken Market's one, it was all little shops and it was all like incense and... Magic beads you could buy and okay. little like boutique y sort yeah, of sh shot. Hundreds of them, but it was and there was a shop across a thing called across the road called Hyper Hyper. Okay. It was like a leather bondage sort of uh, Oh yeah. Big shop, but like little outlets in it as well. Yeah. But Ken Market was wonderful, it's a Dixons now or something.
0: Okay.
1: Know? But uh, yeah, he had the little the little cupboard where you put the bins in and oh, that was mate, his studio. That was it
0: his was studio. about quarter size of this room his studio was. Wow. So what's that about eight by eight? That's like. mad, isn't it? Yeah, the tattoo in a little space like that. Um, mm. so so when you went to Australia then, Paul, when mm. you you know you told me earlier that it was because of football and stuff. Would you getting tattooed then when you went to Australia? Yeah, right? I was getting tattooed from well, nineteen seventy-three. I got the first
1: one. Yeah. 70, I was thirteen. Yeah, and yeah.
0: then and then in Australia, who were you getting tattooed? Pete by? Davidson.
1: Okay. Greg Arjun. Mm-hmm. The uh, Davison family are pretty good. There's a thing called the PTAA, the Professional Tattoo Artists Association. Yeah. And uh, people like Cindy Ray are in it. Yeah. Beb Nicholson. Yeah, of course. Uh, Patsy Farrell. Uh, oh, there's loads of good Australia. Tony Cohen. Yeah, I mean, Tony when Cohen. When I was a kid, the only one I knew from Australia was Tony Cohen, so I had to meet him. Yeah. And me and Derek Campbell went down there once, and there was more, uh, Vaughan Griffiths. Little Mick, yeah.
0: Australia's got a real like, biggest. Uh, I like Bob really Wood. I like really yeah. like his stuff. His flash is super cool. I've Bob seen Wood's it like very that.
1: much like, uh, not as good as Davey, but that sort of ilk. Yeah, I love it. You him. know that, and he tatted with Peter uh, Peter Backman. Okay. Uh, the, you know and I love Bob Wood's stuff. It's I think cool. Greg Arden bought his shop when he, when he gave up. I think Greg Arden lives in it now. Oh wow! Cause it, the shop was a chicken thing where you kept chickens <laughs> and they turned it into a tattoo studio. Shop Boys. Yeah,
0: turned it into... And then you had Bobby Fulton in Perth. Okay. He was, he was another good tattooist. Who were some of your favourites, though, who were the ones that, like, for you, were, like... What, in Australia? The best or? in Australia, yeah. Well, Greg Ardern. Yeah. I wouldn't say the best tattooist,
1: the best tattooist, I believe, from Australia is Trevor McStay. Okay. And, uh, Trevor McStay was probably the best. Now, there's great ones. Yeah. There's fantastic ones. But when I was going there... But I like Greg Arden because it was the history, and I used to go to Sleeve Masters and hang around in there. And yeah. Pete Davison, like I say, he was up in Nanda, up in Brisbane. Okay. And Rod Davison, his brother, was uh, had a shot up there. Mm. Oh, there, was, there was lots of good ones, but see, the thing is, my favourite tattooists
0: are not, don't have to particularly be the best at tattooing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something about it that... that yeah. Yeah, like you say, with Jock and stuff and...
1: Yeah, and not uh,
0: necessarily the best like technician are they, but they had nah. something about them. Well, you've only got
1: to look at me. I'm they're not exactly, you know what I mean. Wonderful. Yeah. Des Connolly, he was he was another one. He, I just I just noticed X on 83. I got that of Des Connolly. He had a museum in Sydney. Tattoo museum. Des
0: Connolly. All oh, right. Okay.
1: Yeah, he had he had a, the Australian tattoo club oh, one of the wow. first tattoo clubs, you know. Yeah. In Australia, then you had the guys from New Zealand, Roger Ingerton and Kevin Gray and Ollie Bott and they used to come over to Australia and work, and the Australians used to go over there, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, to fly from Australia, it's about five hours to get to New Zealand. Okay, so. cool, so they would go... New Zealand's got a big history, you know. Yeah. Of what I call uh, tattoos like today. Yeah. Because the Maori's done tamoko. Okay. But tamoko, originally, was chiseled. it was done chiselled, it was chiselled into you. It wasn't actually tattooing, it was, a
0: you know... Where well, it was more
1: scar, there wasn't yeah. any pigment. I got a DVD of an from 1920 of a bloke, a chief had been tattooed yeah. to Noko, yeah. and he's smoking a pipe and the smoke's coming out of his cheeks. Well, oh, because it
0: was an actual hole then. It was yeah. more like.
1: Oh, yeah, it was wow. carving more. more of a piercing. I had it done on my back. I thought, Jesus. Did Tommy you? Downs done a bit on my back to show us what it was like, you know. Wow. But you had people like Roger Ingerton, and, and like I say, he was, he was quite famous in Regards to the terrorist over here, I mean, to be over in Australia and New Zealand to be known over here, you had to be something, yeah, because we never had the internet and the magazines weren't like today, it was just word of mouth, you know. It was word of mouth, and I people mean, people would write letters, wouldn't they, Paul? Yeah, Tony Cohen, you had uh, Bob Ammons, Wally Ammons. But, like, Cohen was the one everyone sort of knew in mm.
0: England. Yeah. He's still
1: tattooing now. He's doing nice stuff.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a name that everyone sort of recognises,
1: ain't it? Yeah, and Vaughan Griffiths down in Melbourne. But, like I say, Trevor McStay. But Trevor McStay went and worked in, like, America and that and with Paul Jeffries in Canada. Okay. With Henning Jorgensen and all that. So oh, they was all it? They was all into the Japanese style, yeah. yeah. And Mick Hayes, who actually worked for Trevor McStay, he's fantastic tattooist, but he's... I've always said if you work with someone good in the end it's hard to see if it's your work or the one who's good Yeah. there's something about Tato and it's like when Ian of was down in Reading obviously still is but Barry Bart Barry Kulichkowski mm. went and worked with Ian and I, and I noticed how brilliant Barry got in about a year
0: yeah. you know he re- and there was a time when I used to think is that Barry's work or Ian's well this you is know? the thing do you think that's why people like Dave Heap that have always sort of worked on their own apart from being at Rambo's wasn't he for a bit but he yeah, pretty he much at, has been on his own, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he works at Rambos. That's why it's like the, his thing's so distinctive. Because yeah. it's like... But
1: if someone works... If you worked in with Dave E, I could guarantee, well, about 90% say... Yeah. That in six months' time, you'll be doing your designs like Dave. Yeah, oh yeah, you definitely, know? yeah. It's definitely something about tattooing, you know... Uh, it's probably the closeness and all that. But, yeah, I think. But Dave is. did work in, and he tattooed Ricky Atten, Dave. Yeah, I've before. seen. I've seen
0: a picture of him in tattooed Ricky. I Atton. said to him one day, I said, "What well, this is just?" I said,
1: "What's Ricky Atten like?"
0: Yeah,
1: and knowing Dave. He, oh, he ain't got a bad word to say about He said yeah. he's a thug with tattoos. <laughs> and that's the worst I've ever heard Dave talk that's to him. someone. That's
0: him really bad mouthed. Yeah, but it? I'm saying,
1: yeah. you know, ne- Dave would never bad-mouth anybody. He? But uh. i never forget it because I, I thought he was going to say, oh, he's a good guy and he's a, you know what I mean? He's one of the chats, but he said, no, he's a thug with tattoos. <laughs> it made me laugh because I thought Dave would...
0: <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? But even that, it's mild, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, oh, mate. yeah, but to him, that's him going over the top, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well getting back to the Australians, the Australians had a good history, but Greg Ardern helped a lot with that. Because okay. they've done the magazines and that and Yeah, it's the really nineties the early nineties was a great time in tattooing in regards to club magazines and yeah. the APTA and the the professional tattoo artists and that and there was a lot of trade magazines. You had to be in the know, you had to be in clubs. Yeah. I mean, I'm a member of about 80 tattoo clubs. Oh, yeah. But only like honorary, Yeah. Know? And a lot of them had little newsletters and things like that. Yeah. Now it's not so much because the internet's killed that. Yeah. But it was still wonderful. You got that envelope every month and you knew there was a little you're magazine. In, and you're reading about someone like Tony Cohen in yeah. Australia
0: and you think, God. That was know? the only way you could really know yeah. about that stuff. Though. Like you say, apart from word of mouth, that yeah, was yeah. the only way, wasn't it? but it used to be the thrill of getting an envelope dropped through your door
1: then yeah and like a national tattoo club their magazine yeah which was only a thin magazine and you could read it in 10 minutes but they had a convention magazine every year which was wonderful like a book yeah you know with all the designs and tattoos in it yeah and L- Lionel kind of had a magazine as well yeah did I've done, for that. A long time. done that me
0: and Lionel you
1: done that 83 yeah, that started 78 that started wow and we have done our last one about three years ago did you
0: have you ever yeah. thought about doing a book Paul all, all if your someone wanted to
1: do a book, book I, would, I, would, I would do it yeah, yeah. I'd do it in an heartbeat but because yeah it'd be good to see for history wise you know but it's yeah, like everything your... else it's the publishers you know
0: yeah tricky yeah with all your collection because obviously like your collection you have got the the Guinness record haven't you I
1: got the Guinness record that's yeah. because they come and see me at the London show because they said they heard of me and they yeah. come to see me and they said oh we're thinking about town and I said well yeah if you want to well the rig and roll to get in here. yeah you had to have it I had to have letters off people who knew me about eight or ten letters. People come down, and collect the uh, what's the name, counter stuff, yeah, photographs of everything. Wow, you know? really? Yeah, it's not just saying, Oh, I've got a big collection, can you put me in the book? Yeah, yeah, well, they all contracts are signed because yeah. there's certain things I can't save. There's certain things I can't do. Like, I can't put in a magazine cover, I'm a Guinness World record holder, and put the badge and all that. Yeah. Because it's copyright. Even though I am a Guinness World record holder. Oh, right. You, know, you can't mention it. But I've got all the contracts in Dodge, and it says where you can mention it or not. You okay. Know? But, uh,
0: no, that's, that's, that's a, a pretty one big
1: deal, isn't it, to have that? Yeah. It's pretty much like a TV, isn't it? You should see the contracts you have to sign when you do TV shows and that, you know? Mm. I've got things where I've said things on BBC programs. Not allowed to say it on another show, you know. Oh, really? You know, thing, like, I don't know if you. I've done the Frank Skinner show and all that. Oh, did you? He interviewed me on there, yeah. Oh, cool. That was in '97.
0: Yeah.
1: And I went to Australia, done uh, interviews over there, and that—that that was it. Was quite fun. I love it all. I love all that. You mm.
0: know?
1: All right, I've got a big ego, and that. I must have to do it. But I do enjoy talking about the history, and yeah. I like doing this. This well, is it's wonderful, important, you know? isn't it? Yeah.
0: What about Dunstable, then, Paul? That was quite, quite sort of... That was, like, the show to go to.
1: And everywhere I went, I went to America, and as soon as I learned English, oh, what was Dun- what's Dunstable like? Yeah, that's funny, Because, it? it's like, I don't know if you know, Manchester United Football Club... Yeah. 90% of their supporters will never, ever get the chance to see them play live. Mm. And it was like that in tattooing. There's a hell of a lot of people in Australia, New Zealand, America... Yeah. ...who would love to have come to Dunstable, but they would never even get there. Yeah. You know? But Dunstable was... It was an event, it mm. wasn't just a show. Yeah. I mean, you had adult Entertainment. I mean, Bad Manners played there, Saxon played, Chaz and Dave for the entertainment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's entertainment, what was on TV, Yeah. you know? And uh, it was just a magical couple of days. And um, we used to stay there. We stayed there once, 11 of us in an old ambulance. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had the back doors open so people's legs hanging out the back <laughs> and that, you know? And I see Barry killings I said, Barry, you stay in the hotel? He said, yeah. I said, I'm coming to stay in your hotel. Yeah. I'll never forget it.
0: In the ambulance.
1: He had to open the windows because we used to have to open the windows because the hotel wouldn't let people stay in the rooms unless you pay for it. Okay. So we used to have to get in the window. In. In. Oh, wow. But that's what I'm saying. Even that's fun.
0: Yeah. When you look back on it. Yeah. You know? And who were there? Well, danceable, like I work, say, it was so an like, event. Yeah. You know. That was like the best of like the the, the UK or did people come over oh, for that? People work come as from well? all over.
1: Well, Australia, New Zealand, America. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Tintin when he first came he first come over and all the Europeans. Like I say, it was like Tattoo City for a couple of days, you know? Yeah. And the first Dunstable well, at it was the Hammersmith Pally in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, that's right. But Remember then it, it wasn't financially successful, so they moved it to Dancehall the next year because of Brent. Yeah, because of Brent. Because right. of Brent. Because if it, was... it weren't for Brent, we wouldn't have been at Dancehall because no, probably no one would have known the Queensway all. No, that's you it. But we've got a lot to owe Brent for. He done really, you know. But he was on the committee anyway. With yeah, them, so, so, so was... Dancehall was fantastic. And that's not just memories saying that, yeah, because you know, memories they're all romantic memories anyway. You always think, oh, it was always better back then, but that you would have enjoyed them,
0: yeah. I bet I would, mate. I wanted to ask you about Carl Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, really. I've seen a lot of pictures of Carl Green. Obviously, at that time, that was massively shocking, wasn't it? To have your face tattooed like that, and he had
1: swallows on his forehead on Mickey Sharps, and he wanted to grab it up. So, Mickey B. Uh, covered it up. They used the design from uh, uh, tattoo the Rolling Stones album. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they done Rolling Stones done an album called Tattoo. Yeah, I And know. had the face tattooed on it, and that's where they got supposedly. When you look at Cole's tattoos, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, they, you not you couldn't say this is from the Rolling Stones album, but that's where he got the idea. Okay. You know, that was a nice bloke. And though. he was
0: a tattooer as well, Paul. wasn't Yeah, he? Yeah,
1: yeah, tattooed in Nuneaton. Okay. Near Nuneaton
0: football ground. And what era was that then that he was tattooing? In the eighties. Was it? Yeah, it was, I can't remember when he died. About ninety-two, I think. Okay. 90,
1: Ninety-three.
0: But did 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 so Mickey Sharp's did orig, the original? Yeah, two on I was on his forehead. And Mickey Mickey B covered it. But then what about the rest of it? Because it was all under his eyes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Mickey's done like a, all the rest. He did all the yeah. rest of
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, and Carl used to, and he was a big man, Carl. Yeah, yeah, I've about seen pictures of him. Six foot two, six foot three. Yeah. Um, powerful, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a good guy, Nick. Uh good guy, Cole.
0: Yeah. How but, did you know them? Just through the scene, just through yeah, like being about yeah. and stuff
1: and my seemed seen in Brighton. She said, "Oh, my boy's a tattooist and that. You go and see him at the, at the Hammersmith convention show. <laughs> and he come over and see me and that's when I first met him. Oh, that's how like you me met. M- he said, Your mum come up to me. And he said it was weird because no one used to go up and talk to him. And no. She straight over him and said, Oh, my boy's a tattooist. He's doing a show she was week. used
0: to it, yeah. Go
1: and fucking say hello to but him. I bet
0: he, but it was shocking though seeing him walking about. Wait, because he was so big and all. Yeah, I mean, even now, to be honest, Paul, if you see someone that's really got their face tattooed, it's still shocking, I think. Well, when I was waiting for you earlier on at Ellsford Station, there was yeah. a boat standing there with all his face tattooed. Yeah. But, but little little bits here and there. Yeah, I still find it shocking. I mean, I say I still find it shocking. I find it shocking now, let alone then, when it wasn't that that yeah. popular to be heavily tattooed.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's an odd one for me because I don't really want to see the kids having their faces tattooed. But... I love tattooing, so why should I say not to have it? But I still think it's a little bit antisocial. Yeah. And people like Carl and the Great Omi and that—they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Carl, you couldn't tell Carl nothing. No. He would do it. He would do it, and you know he would live with it. Yeah. You know. He died unfortunately, Carl. He he didn't kill himself or nothing like that. But a lot of them I know had their face tattooed, committed suicide. Yeah. Well, I say a lot, three or four, and to me that's a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh... we had Mike Wilson he used to work Coney Island he had his face t- but he died of, he had a diabetic shock one night and died through his diabetes and that. but his face was t- I don't know if you've ever heard of him Mike Wilson no nah, I've his, seen
0: Jack Dracula yeah I've, it, what was his name uh, something Baker wasn't it um, I'm not sure yeah it was something Baker his real name but he but, uh, again it, it, his face was like with the yeah. glasses tattooed on his face and the eagles on his yeah yeah or yeah, it was, yeah.
1: So. The only trouble with Jack, uh, I've got photos of Jack before he had his tattoo. Very good-looking man.
0: He yeah, was he was, were not he? Really yeah. good-looking. He was got, a bit I've like, like Elvis Presley, you know. Yeah,
1: and uh, but then he had that, and at the end he was having it trying to get you taken off, you know. And, yeah,
0: he had it laser, didn't he, yeah. or the acid removal, or whatever. That's they used what I to mean. You
1: know, if, like yeah. I say
0: with Carl, I don't think Carl would have ever
1: had it taken off. No, that you was know he like, was, he he was knew committed.
0: What he was doing. Yeah, yeah, and he was financially secure enough to do it. That's right. what you've got to think of now. Yeah, well, because it puts you on the yeah, absolute... you can't get a society, job of that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. You're doing that.
1: But then, like I say, who am I to say you shouldn't have it done? Yeah. I know that when I was tattooed, I'd never have done it. No. No, I never tattooed... I think I tattooed the hands a couple of times, but that was only on people who was covered. Yeah. Not like nowadays. If they take their shirt off nowadays, they've got their face, neck and hands tattooed and nothing on their bodies. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, then that is the young thing, and this new thing about blackening your arms and that. Mm. I've got pictures of that from like the forties. Oh, gotcha. people blackening their arms. Yeah, I mean my arms are nearly black now, but it's, they weren't blacked in. It's yeah, because no. everything's merging together. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Now they're having the, just the black. Yeah, that's not a new thing, is it? No, it's not. Um. I was in Jack Zeke's, He was another old famous old timer. Jack Seek down mm. at A's. I was Hayes, in his shop it. one day. Yeah, yeah, A's down that way. Yeah. Like Middlesex, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was down his shop one day and he was saying to me, oh, all this water shading, you all think you've invented. We were doing that in the thirties, but we didn't know it was water shading. <laughs> you know, because they was just walking their There was not a name for it. It was no. just, yeah. It's all been done before. Yeah. But Jack was another one. Really. What was he but, like, Paul? Jack Zeke, right, Jack Adams is his name. Yeah. Right. But. Uh, he's, he's got, um, is it his son that tattoo? Sean, all, yeah. wonderful tattoo is Sean. Yeah. But, and so's Ted, there's a brother called Ted, he's out in Ireland, he does nice tattooing. Oh, I didn't know that. Gee, you, have you ever seen The Leopard Man? Yeah. He's all tattooed. Ted was the first man to tattoo the leopard man. Okay. And then he went to Jock. Ted was working at at Jock's. Yeah. And he tattooed him. And I was in there one night when the leopard man came in. It was a big argument because he said the spots weren't the same, the size he wanted them done. (laughs) And uh, when he walked out, Jock went, Oh, there's Spotty (laughs) Maldoon. And uh, they they used to call him Spotty Maldoon. I used to be on the floor
0: laughing. Because whatever happened in Jock's, it was fun. Was it? And there was, you know. Why was that though, Paul? Do you think that's just because there was all sorts of people going yeah, in there from the all sorts was. Of the underbelly of London, weren't yeah, it really? Jock,
1: Jock was a very funny man when he wanted to be. And, yeah, And the, some of the people went in there, some of the hangers-on were very funny and all. Yeah, we, I was in there one Monday and he, all day, not one person come in all day, and about six o'clock a bloke come in, and he had a tattoo 12 quid, and Jock said to one of the oppos, go round and buy a bargain bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> And everyone thought, fuck me, we're we going to eat, you know, yeah. and you know what, he never gave us a chip. <laughs> he had a whole bargain bucket to himself. Yeah, he was a big bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got up to 42 stone, his biggest weight. Wow. But he sat on the toilet, and this is a true story, and it collapsed under him and cut him really bad. It was putting him in hospital. Wow. The toilet seat went into him. Yeah. And you can imagine how bad that was. Can you imagine how it was to get him out the toilet, you yeah. know, and it right, was all man. cutting. And they got him down to 28 stone. That was the lightest he was, 28 stone. Right. But he used to eat two or three ham hocks on the way home from the shop and oh, all that. God. And uh, they used to have eating compensations, him and Jack Zeke. 37-pound mash, a good job could eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could eat. It's 37-pound mash. They went to a restaurant, a carvery once, and they was asked to leave because it was eat all you want. No, this is a true story. And people laugh about it. But they ate so much, the restaurant said, no, it's not an eat-all-you-want now, you know what I mean? Yeah, there'll be none left
0: for anyone if else. If it's an
1: Olympic sport, we could all have eaten for England. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jock would have won it
0: for Scotland, you know, because Jock come down from Scotland. Yeah, Did it? was he tattooing in Scotland, or did he only start when he no, no, was
1: a London? No, no, uh, he told me his dad was a tattooist, but I've met members of Jock's family, his daughter, and she said, we don't know if anyone ever tattooed, like his grand, uh, their granddad tattooed. So you think he was, was self-taught? Stories.
0: You think he was self-taught? He
1: came down, he was a... Uh, standover man in 1946 he used to st- the clubs and like like people's body god oh was.
0: was he and that's what he was doing in london and then he started tattooing did he yeah
1: he got stabbed one night and uh jack seek and cash cooper they put iodine on the wound and stitched him up someone stabbed him in the, across the stomach did they what when he was on the doors yeah and he right across the stomach and they stitched him up in cash what? cooper's shop and put iodine on it and that you know <laughs> and that's a true story but job was it was very big and that you know
0: yeah yeah, I've seen a few things of uh old tattooers that used to be dormant and stuff. But like you say, I suppose they did have jobs, didn't they? Yeah. Of... And it was ideal being a dorman. You work at what, six o'clock at night till midnight.
1: Yeah. Then do a bit of tattooing in the next morning till yeah. you know
0: till the afternoon, then you're back round again.
1: Yeah, tattooing was like for beer money and that. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. I mean all right. In the seventies and the eighties, it got really good and some people weren't really good money. But of course when you earn good money you spend it on good things, you know. Like, like everyone had dull sovereign rings and flash cars, and yeah, you know,
0: yeah, it was the thing then, wasn't it? Oh, well, I used to
1: have sovereign rings on every finger, but i do a tattoo for a sovereign ring and that, you know. <laughs> we all had sovereigns on our fingers and Jaguar motor cars, and not so much me because I'm not really into the cars as such, yeah, and,
0: but you had it anyway.
1: But I had all the rings and all that. I mean, I tattooed for a car and blind, Tattooed for gold,
0: yeah. I yeah. tattooed
1: for a solid gold Dunhill lighter once and then I'll give it to someone I oh. should have kept it because it probably worked a few quick being S- a Dunhill lighter and all someone
0: right. offered me gold for a tattoo once yeah. that's funny isn't it I should have took it probably
1: yeah well in the old days it's like Sinbad up in Middlesbrough
0: I oh know. yeah he I've used seen to, pictures of him
1: he had a market stall and he used to tattoo for like radios and that and then they used to sell them on the market stall his sons and that
0: Wheeler Dealer
1: yeah, but rather t- he was a terrible tattooist, Well, he'd it? do a tattoo for a radio, and then the next day it'd be for sale on the stall, you know. Oh, That's brilliant. how they got the money there. But he had a parrot show in India. He had a what? A parrot, a parrot show. What's you know? that? Like... Well, all parrots and doing tricks and that. <laughs> Did and he? It? Yeah, his father was a parrot, mar- parrot master. Okay. <laughs> I got photographs of him with all parrots, and I thought, No I thought way. It was parrots, yeah. Oh, Sin- so I love the history of Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad's cool, huh? When he died, me and Ron Hackers went up there to try and find his son. Middlesbrough Market, Yeah, but he weren't there because his son still had the collection and Ron wanted it because he had the old designs, you know, from like famous old tattooists.
0: Yeah.
1: Which a lot of people said, that was a rubbish, but... It Was worth, you know, but we could never find the son.
0: I think there's an old uh Sinbad sheet in uh, Barry Levine's actually. I think yeah, I there they the would have day. been because he would have been selling them, yeah, yeah. I'm you know. sure, I'm sure there's one of those up in there, yeah. It's uh, yeah, there's some cool old pictures of him in there,
1: yeah. Sinbad, he was oh, what was his name? Something Kapoor. Oh, I don't know, I can't yeah. remember now, but I've got his all his history, you know, yeah. And then in India, you had uh, what's his name? You had the doctor. Kapoor, he was a tattooist and... Uh, in and, India? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was a... Because in India, in the Falkland Road, all it's women who do the tattooing, they sit on the side of the road.
0: Okay, yeah, I've seen it as street tattooists. Yeah, street tattooists. Well, not, maybe not uh, now. going league... back
1: to Sinbad,
0: his dad was uh, had the
1: parrot show with Sinbad, yeah. and he was a, a street dentist and all. He used to pull <laughs> your teeth out in the street.
0: <laughs> Why but, was everything done on the street in India? Though, I don't know, I just... Don't know. Just for It's probably so hot and then cheap, you don't need
1: to be inside. Cheap and, and stuff, yeah. But in the old days in India, it was only a lot of women done the tattooing. Okay. And people got tattooed so you could see your family in the afterlife. If you never got tattooed, it wouldn't give you the light to see your family. Oh, is That's that what why they're it supposed
0: to be, you know, yeah. Oh, wow. That's quite uh, mind blowing, really, that a lot of the women would do the tattooing there. Yeah. because. You know, it, men do it now, is. but in the old days, it was mainly women who done. Well, oh, that's the great, isn't it? Yeah. That's nice. That's a nice piece of history, then, isn't it? That, that, I've got loads of pictures of Indian women sitting there. They sort of on their haunches tattooing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, Lau showed me some old pictures of Indian street tattoos with the yeah. flash on the ground and yeah. stuff. Maybe yeah, just thrown on the ground. Yeah, they? just yeah. cobras and stuff like that, and yeah. little symbols like you say. A lot
1: of the people there only have crosses and things like that. Oh, do they? You know what I mean? It's, yeah
0: i yeah. wouldn't fancy having a big design done in india you know what i nah. mean did you ever get tattooed there paul no no nah. no in nah. Nah. what about in america then so like in i think you told me before was it new york you spent some time in oh yeah United i've stuff? been yeah in san francisco
1: i used to love going to all these places yeah loved going to an artist shop and he's taken me out to, that's that's a silly thing that's how saturday is for me when people say, what's the best thing for you, and I say, people that Ed Hardy know my name. Yeah. You know, yeah. it sounds blase in that, but just for someone who are my idols, actually know me now. Yeah. And we can go and have something to eat in a restaurant. And yeah. That, as, as a friend. Yeah. And I remember seeing him and thinking, God, I, I wonder if I'd ever meet them. Then mm. all of a sudden they're friend, no, know? You're friends, yeah. you are your friends, yeah. But I think why I was accepted when I came into it is because people knew I was genuinely into the history, even then. Because a lot of people like Jock and that, they weren't really into the history. Jock used to like making the money and that. Mm. They knew bits of... Like Ron Ackers. he was more of a money man. He knew history, but he was more of a
0: money person. Okay, because he knew there was money in that collection, huh?
1: Oh yeah, but yeah. with his tattooing as well. Oh I
0: see, yeah. I mean the
1: stuff that's passed through Ron Ackers' hands, God, when I've been to conventions with him and he's had a suitcase of old designs and that, which he's selling to someone. He's shifting it. You them.
0: know?
1: Yeah. But the thing with Jocky, uh Ron Ackers is, same with Jock, but I've never seen it with Jock. But with Ron, we could go and visit your shop, yeah, and you say to Ron, there's an old machine for you, Ron as a present. Yeah. And fucking by the time we got home, Ron stops off on the way and sold it to someone. <laughs> and I've seen that with design sheets, you know. Ron was always like that. Oh, yeah. we go to that shop and he Fristic.
0: sold the stuff. I thought, the bloke's just give that to you. And, yeah. You know. Mate, that's so funny, isn't it? But. Different time, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But now people pay a fortune for that stuff, don't they? It's so collectible now.
1: Yeah, this. Yeah, I don't. How can I I don't know how many big collectors there is, but. Every shop has got something now. Yeah. You know, every shop. But I like this stuff, what you gave me. Yeah. And I'm very much. My. Collection is like seventies and eighties mainly. Mm. I've had the old stuff, but I swap it for, I swap it for Red Hardy stuff and all that, you know. Yeah. I've had the birchett bits and pieces and things like that, but I've always swapped it, you know. I Up Berget, I guy. Sailor Jerry stuff. I've swapped for stuff, in you know, Have I mean, you? yeah, yeah. I used to go out to Jerry's shop in Hawaii. Oh,
0: did you? But
1: he died in seventy three. I never met so him. So you never met. But him, when I was there, to? Mike McClane, uh Mike Malone. Mike Malone, and Scotty Scott McPherson. Scott something his name wasn't getting the name yeah i've got it all written what was mike it? malone like probably? all right all right yeah yeah very nice yeah uh, yeah i've got books signed by him and that yeah yeah but he, he was very ill in the end was he yeah he used to go to that kate hilda
0: that's right yeah. yeah he was they were boyfriend and girlfriend for years yeah i think she's got quite a lot of his that's stuff why she's and got a lot of jerry, jerry stuff, stuff in it yeah, yeah she's got a lot of jerry stuff yeah. When, so you say you, were, you had shops as well then, Paul, did you? Yeah. Or, yeah. So you worked privately in Wimbledon? Yeah, Pope, and a shop in Popes Lane. How long were Says you it. working privately for then, just to give us a bit of a time scale? Yeah, about 83 to about 90. 83 to about 91. Okay. And then,
1: so it was quite a few years. Yeah. And uh, a little shop in Popes Lane with Dean. Yeah. When I say it was my shop, I paid all the bills and that, so, yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then Howard Pink, I was out in Howard
0: Pink in uh, Princess Street in up Lower Hutt. Howard Pink is thing. such a good name, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you had two shops then and, then, and then what? Then you packed tattooing in, you stopped tattooing.
1: Well, yeah, because I thought, I was all right when I was doing it indoors, because I only I used to tattoo all the gypsies from around this way. Because okay. I used to call myself Paul Says, Bohemian Tattooist. Okay. That's on my cards. Oh, cool. Because I always tattoo gypsies and travellers. Oh, did you? Yeah. My, all my clientele, a lot of them, a lot of boxers. Uh, Knuckle Fighters and that. Oh, and, right. And doing the dogs, you know, the coursing. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, a lot of them boys just wanted a mark. They didn't care if it was fucking didn't any really, good. No, it, it was not really the know what they were looking they wanted They wanted quality, t- uh, quantity tattoos over quality. Right. You know, it's a lot of the gypsy boys. What were you tattooing on them then? Oh, what sort uh, of, of dogs Lurcher Dogs. Oh, yeah, cool. Anything like anchors and uh, love arts. It weren't nothing... Have you got any old pictures of that Yeah, stuff yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I'd love to see Indian
1: that. Indians, Ed's. Yeah? Yeah, all that sort of thing. Okay. A lot of
0: horses, they like horses. Yeah. You know. And greyhounds. Dogs and horses. It's
1: like my car, um, I've still got a couple, the Bohemian
0: tattooist cars. Not many people got them anymore. Oh, mate, them. I'd love to see that. Yeah. And Terry Giles done the drawing of the eagle on the front, for okay. me on the back. And then when did you stop tattooing then, technically?
1: <sighs> About no. The last tattoo I'd done was in New Zealand in 94. Okay. 1994 an hour pink shop yeah was that oh that was at a shop not a convention no in a shop yeah I've only sat in one convention in Northern Ireland oh did and you it was only because people wanted me to sign my autograph on them okay because I didn't want to do it because it was like nerve wracking and all that you know oh
0: well CC so just did the autograph thing yeah and they, yeah. that's one what Tom Devito used to do I think didn't it yeah, yeah. one bloke had a little badge
1: okay. yeah Tom Devito he was a character
0: yeah yeah, yeah he amazing was, he yeah. was like true folk artist wasn't he really yeah like it was like a different thing in itself. He used to do
1: things. He'd you know, find a bit of cardboard and draw something. And
0: yeah, Devito had uh, was all tattooed. He had a big back piece by uh, Axe Yeah, it? I've seen that. I've seen it. I've seen pictures of it and stuff. Devito was in prison for years. He was a bank robber in New York. Was he? Tom Devito? Yeah, I didn't know that. Is yeah, that I 50s. think I know he went inside, but I yeah, didn't know that's what it was
1: in for New, in uh, New York. Was he? I've got done about done about 10 years. <laughs> like that. I've got it all written down indoors. But like I say, because I didn't know what you wanted to talk about, I'd have to have loads of it All your paper stuff to go to... through it.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I have got it all written that's down. That's why like, it'd be now. good to do a book one day. Well, that's what I would like to. If
1: someone was listening to this and want to do it. Yeah,
0: it. definitely, mate. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. What about the future then, Paul? What do you see for it? For tattooing in general? Do you mean it'll go underground again? Or I think it gonna... possibly
1: could go underground because there's a lot of shops I know are struggling. Yeah. And now they're all trying to get people to work for them to try and get their clientele coming in, you know. Mm. Uh, it'll go a little bit underground, but I think it's, people will still want to get tattooed. Yeah, there'll always be that there, won't there? Yeah, there'll always be. And if it's a good enough shop, like I say, you'll get your regulars anyway. Yeah. You know, you'll survive off your regulars. You won't have to worry about getting new people in. Yeah, that's what but Brent was saying. Your regulars get older
0: and yeah. well, then hopefully you get their kids and that, you know. Well, Brent but, was saying he's still tattooing people now that he tattooed 40 years, yeah, 50, yeah. Or 60 years ago, you know. That's it? what I'm saying. You still get the diehards. Yeah.
1: If you've got a nice enough shop with plenty of history to look at and that, you'll always get people coming in. Yeah. Tuttle used to always say to me, Paul, get yourself a bird with big tits and a miniskirt <laughs> on the front desk. Because <laughs> Tuttle loved women. Did he? But then when Tuttle was younger, he was like leading Clint
0: Eastwood. Right. You know, he could get women at the drop of an hour. Well, and he was in ad- Rolling Stone magazine yeah. and stuff. But wasn't he looked he? a bit like Clint Eastwood, right. Not a very
1: good looking guy and yeah. beautiful women. You know, even at a later age, he was still into the women, big yeah. time. But, but that's what he used to always say to me, get yourself a big tits and a miniskirt. <laughs> but you can't say it in that because it's a sexist thing. But but that's what Tuttle did. He always had women in his shop. Did he? To draw the young kids in. Right, I
0: okay. do you know.
1: You get a nice looking woman, they're going to yeah. come in, you
0: know. <laughs> What about female tattooists, though, Paul, in this country? Really in this cool. country, you've got Roof, Roof down at Guildford. Is it Guildford or Dorky? What, still now or this, yeah, is this Ruf, now?
1: used to work at Barry the All right Oh, right. Yeah, Roof, you've got Joe Harrison, yeah. Fiona Long.
0: But of that time, I mean, Paul, oh, what, in, what, like in the, like the, the 80s back, and stuff. Oh, there weren't 80s, many. Yeah, that then. and Aaron. She was at and Spa, and she went and went in Spain. What was her name, sorry? Anne Harron. Anne Harren, okay. She was in and Spa, went to work in Spain, and then yeah. she sort of disappeared. Okay. Uh, obviously,
1: people like Carrie Barber. Yeah. Uh, Julie Deasley.
0: Jessie Deasy. Knight, but obviously she was a bit... Well, before, Jessie Knight she? was supposed was
1: to be for... our first professional tattoo art, female tattoo artist in England. You had Winnie Ayers, who died the other month. Okay but Winnie Ayers wouldn't talk about tattering in the end. Same right. with Eugene Lawrence, I phoned him up in Miami. Yeah. I heard he was living in Miami and I phoned up and he said, and I spoke to him, I said, are you Eugene? And he said, yeah, and I said, tattering, he said, oh, I don't know nothing about tattering. And then a woman came on the phone, she said, you have got the right person, but he won't talk about tattering. Uh, you know? but Winnie Ayers was like that, she wouldn't talk about Was it. she? I've got her name, she, at the end of her life, she was doing sign painting, you know? Was she?
0: So was going to
1: get I was going to get, get a little sign painted by her. Oh, that! But once she nice. finds out you're involved with tattooing, she Don't won't ask you eye. call question. No, it's funny that, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Who else? What about what? Have you heard of? Um, I think she was called Babs. Babs up in Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, Babs
1: she died. Bab Hodgson. Oh, she's died. She died, yeah, a long time what ago. What
0: was her name? Bab Hodgkin? Hodgson or Hodgson. Okay. I'll get it all for you to write that. Yeah, I'd love but to. But Babs, yeah, she tattooed with her husband. And her husband, that's right. Yeah, I she's... think he used to line them and she coloured them Is Yeah, she right?
1: liked But then you say that Monica, who was married to Doc Price, she used to do the colouring in the shop in the sixties. Did she? Yeah, Monica. You asked Doc about it. If, if it was a busy day, he'd line and Bill would line and uh, she'd colour them in if oh, it was busy.
0: That was quite a popular. Well, that's thing, probably before it?
1: Bill got into it and all that. I've got paperwork from uh, from 65 and she was colouring in the tattoos. Was she? But because she was married to Doc, it wasn't like, oh, she's
0: a professional tattooist, you know? Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Monica, her name got the, was Monica. She never got the appreciation because it was always no. his name above it. Yeah, and she, I don't even think she probably cared about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Done some colouring in. Yeah, there wasn't that Jack Seek's daughter. Right. Um, she
1: works in a shop I don't know if she tattooed but I've got pictures of her doing the sterilisation used to wear a white jacket and that you know? okay um, but like you say Jesse Knight Winnie Ayers
0: yeah yeah it was a would you ever like to do Lisa from Catford I don't know if you ever no who Lisa Lisa from Catford I don't
1: know <clears throat> she called herself Lisa from Catford but I don't know her and so she knows. was when 80s as well in the 80s she? and 90s yeah right she won a couple of dance doubles okay her work or she showed her work yeah, I used to go over there some a few nights to go over and see her and she was always busy. I don't know if she's still tattooing, but oh, she was right. the, taught by McNullborough. Okay. He was a character at half, McNulbra.
0: Where was McNulbra then?
1: In uh Elton.
0: Okay. So I had to think then. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Elton. Five ways or something. There's a there's a road but all five there's like five ways into this road okay. and he had the shop right there, in Oh know? Yeah. He used to be a black taxi driver. Okay. Mick was married no. to a school teacher, a head mistress at a school. <laughs> he was all right, but he unfortunately passed away, you know, at a young age.
0: Would you like to do like a like a exhibition one day? You think, Paul? I've done a couple. Have you? Of uh, your collection and uh, stuff. Yeah,
1: we're in uh, Chelsea Library, mm. and in Fulham Library, uh, Kensington Library. Yeah, they got me. I've done just put my pictures around. David Ockney come to see. Come no way, uh, David Ockney, the artist. Yeah. What, he came to see come to see the it? collections because I'll dig out a flyer for it and mm. there he'd come and see it because I wow. said you're a baby not me that's... he said I oh, know I am
0: wow that's I wild I said you're in
1: the tattoo and he said no but he said I've read about this he said I'm fascinated to come and see you to see what it was all oh, about oh you know?
0: wow wow man that's because awesome.
1: he had a studio in uh, not
0: near Olympia yeah, right. a little
1: studio when he was down in London because he lives up in like Darlington or somewhere like that. Yeah, I think yeah. Up north somewhere. Yeah, or Barnsley. I think he's from Le- Leeds or somewhere. Yeah, there, that era, Barnsley yeah, Leeds. Yeah, yeah. But he
0: had a studio in London when he came down. Oh I didn't know that. Yeah. So he came to your exhibition?
1: Yeah, only... Not, Very
0: cool. Only come to have a look. Yeah, it, no, of right? course. No, it's still cool, though, isn't it? That he I came... recognise him because of the round glasses. I thought, oh, I know that. Bloke. Well, he's and a I distinctive said, looking guy, yeah. yeah.
1: I, said, you David Opp- oh, I said, you're David Ockney. He said, I know I yeah. am.
0: Yeah, I think he's in LA now. I think he lives yeah. in LA. Well, he'd done all
1: them shrimp pool pictures, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, but I'd like to
0: do some more exhibitions. It'd be nice, but... It's difficult, because why is there that there's not like an actual... I've always wondered this. Is it because of funding? Why isn't there like a British museum that's all got all the tattoo history on the space? Still, still fundamentally a lot of people don't like it.
1: Right. They still associate it with low life and okay. you know. Yeah. It's so like I went to of, I thought I was gonna go and live in Australia, I went to the Wandsworth museum. Yeah. And I said, Do you want all my stuff? I'm a Guinness Well they didn't want it. Right, I don't I'm glad I'm able to know, it. give it to them now. Yeah. But I thought because I was from Wandsworth and got the Guinness record, they might have a little display up yeah. in a museum all the time. So there was enough room. Yeah, they didn't have stuff everywhere, you know. No. but they said no, we're not interested, you know. Right, okay.
0: I always wondered that. I'm glad that was now, that,
1: but I mean, it would have been nice to have, especially because you're a land, you know, from Wandsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, from Wandsworth.
0: Yeah, know. exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't want to know. I was born in Wimbledon, Surrey. Okay. But now it's Wimbledon, London. But when I was born in 1960, it was in Surrey. Oh, But in was 1965, it? Surrey become, they became... They changed South it to London. London yeah. Because South London got bigger. Yeah, it. Okay. So on my birth certificate, it says I'm from Surrey. And I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, know? yeah. But when you say to people I was born in Surrey, they say where you say they say no Surrey's Wimbledon's in London. I said, but when I was born, it weren't. Oh, I see. It keep pushing out. It's 65. It changed. Yeah, it'll keep pushing out. I was born in Nelson's Hospital at at Kingston Road in Mm. South Wimbledon.
0: Okay, but uh, like I say, it was in Surrey then. It's on the birth certificate. Oh, it would be nice though, mate, wouldn't it, to have it in a collection somewhere?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you, you would think possibly. I mean, I know. Well, I think Hanky
0: the British did that Museum thing, would be it? nice, wouldn't it? The British Museum would be great. Have you got a favourite tattoo, Paul? That you've got? What on me? Yeah. Uh, probably what my daughter done on me knee. She oh done yeah. said on me knee. Yeah. Uh, oh cool.
1: Yeah, and because uh, I have got tattoos off people like brothers and my mother and things like that. You know yeah, I've mean? got I'm, a few of those. Like yeah. That's probably. I haven't got a a one that I can say yeah this is the ultimate because Ed Hardy done it and all that I haven't been tattooed by Ed no even though he's my idol and I've had plenty of opportunities
0: to have you know. yeah what about Philip Lou you've had tattoos off yeah, him have
1: you yeah I've got Philip
0: he'd done that when he was a boy yeah so and, good uh, <laughs> that was in Amsterdam 84 I think was it 84 or, yeah or 90 one of the two when the lose were there anyway you know you got an Omi portrait as Love well on the back that I did it. yeah I've yeah. seen pictures of him doing that yeah, yeah, that was on the telly and all. From yeah. A TV show one night. Have you been tattooed lately or do you not get tattooed so much anymore? No, the last one I think I was that. Who did that one? Inia Taylor in New Zealand. Okay. Was that an old National Geogra- Geogra- by hand? Yeah, National yeah.
1: Geographic from 1948. And there was an exhibition down at the South Pole. And all the ones on the South, on the exhibition, had the little bird tattooed on their thumb there. Oh, wow. So did we they? see it. So a few of us had got the. Cool. T- 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 and that was the last one you had done. Yeah, that was done by the um, Maori tool. Okay. The, had to have prayers said before it and all that. And, yeah. You know. Because I don't know if you've heard, heard of earlier here Taylor. He done oh, all yeah. the thing for Once we Warriors and the Cena, the Warrior Princess. No. <coughs> TV shows he made. Oh Zena, yeah, I've seen Zena. Yeah, he made, he makes all the uh, villages and does the. the t- oh, the
0: okay.
1: Out of polystyrene. Another guy who's very good to meet if ever you get to New Zealand is Steve Droog, right. but he's down in Wellington, he's got a lovely museum, okay. but he does sculptures and all that, and Maui sculptures and that, but on polystyrene, massive wow. ones, 30 foot high and that, and they're beautiful, and you spray them grey, they look like stone. Oh, cool. But he's a guy to get in touch with, he's on my Facebook, Steve Droog. Okay, I'll have a look. His name, his name is Steve Maddock.
0: Yeah, but, but on there he's...
1: But in, I don't know if you've met, there was a film called The Clockwork Orange, Yeah, yeah. Of and course. if you was a high-ranking skinhead, you was called a Droog. Oh, is so that, that where that comes from? And he's a skinhead and he calls himself Deep Droog. Oh, I didn't know that's yeah. where that
0: come from. He
1: likes all that. Yeah, that was, in the Clockwork Orange, the gang was called the Droogs.
0: Yeah, but that's so, where it yeah. comes from, the skinhead
1: there. Yeah, so he calls himself Droog. But his name is Maddox. OK. But join the Facebook, he's, he's got some good pictures and that and he loves to tattooing. Yeah. Good tattooist and all.
0: Yeah.
1: But Just, he's another one, unfortunately. It costs him all his money to keep his little museum going. Mm. When I say little, it's good, but it's a lot of Maori stuff and yeah. all that, you know, and well worth seeing, but he struggles to keep it going. His, his tattooing money is spent keeping the building going, you know? Yeah.
0: Do you think you'd ever tattoo again, Paul? Would mm. you do it if, like, Wrexham set up, or would you come and do, like... I don't know. I yeah. don't know if anyone would want it, you know? You haven't but... thought about it, really, or... No, nah, I don't know if anyone would want to have it done, but... Yeah. Might be cool to see, like... I'd love to see, like, a bit of flash of yours or something, like, you could... I think people would be oh, interested in it for, sure. yeah, for sure oh I'd love it mate yeah I didn't know you collected it yeah, oh, yeah yeah well, yeah. my
1: drawings are very sort of strange yeah, yeah.